What's up, everybody? This is Alex Worldwide Keller, and you're listening to The Card is Going to Change. And let me tell you about one of our beautiful, amazing, gracious, and awesome sponsors. That's right. It's Pollyanna DIY at Pollyanna DIY on Twitter, on Instagram. Go to PollyannaDIY.com, and you can get all sorts of amazing buttons, shirts, pins, the whole kit and caboodle. That's right, PollyannaDIY.com. But now, let's take it to the reason that you hit download, the reason that you are streaming. That's right, the card is going to change. Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record, and they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. J-A-K-Prince.com. Yeah, that's right. That voice right there, none other than AIW owner John Thorne. He joins us as always, and I no, say no Duke, no Duke this week. We've finally gotten rid of the Duke. I was just gonna say when I say us, I mean John Thorne, myself, Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and you, the fans listening. Mike Burns told me he's had enough of the Duke for the last month, so I gotta <laughs> rotate him out. Do you see him get grouchy because he didn't get mentioned in a, a tweet by oh, the Duke? Yeah, he always gets grouchy because he doesn't uh, get mentioned by one of our our sponsors. Our wonderful, our wonderful people at Pollyanna DIY. Oh yeah, he always gets he always gets grumpy. He, they made a mention about a, a podcast from last week, and the Duke was like, "Oh, was I not on this podcast?" He helps the young kids. Remember, that's yeah. his new role. <laughs> that's right. He's a mentor. His new role is helping the young kids. <laughs> mentor Pete. So yeah, we're just gonna do a a two man two man booth this week to uh, yeah change it up a little bit. Encouraging everyone to please rate, review, and subscribe the podcast because, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the Duke or not, but the the downloads went down a little bit the last couple weeks. Oh, so man. we gotta, I gotta make sure everyone's subscribed. I gotta make sure the algorithms are are rolling. How did people feel about that Swaggle uh, call in? 
I don't know. I haven't got, I haven't gotten a lot of feedback on no that. No feedback on that? Uh, that was the first time ever for us. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. First call in ever to uh It wasn't AI planned. Podcast. It wasn't planned either. No, no. We FaceTimed it, but people obviously didn't they can't see. He that. FaceTimed me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He FaceTimed you. Which I don't like phone calls and I don't like FaceTimes. And it was like a combination of both somehow that he did. You, you barely like talking to people in person. Yeah, so that's just it. like your worst nightmare because that's both of them pretty much together. That's a phone call and face to face. Like being calculated with my with my interaction with people. Yeah, <laughs> very calculated. <laughs> Can't be calculated on FaceTime. No, you could. I mean, you could turn the the camera around. I guess I don't know. But uh, yeah, let's get the let's get that algorithm going. Let's get the the subscriptions back up or i don't know how podcasting works but i know you're supposed to subscribe and yeah you know it helps the numbers so get those things going and uh you know listen if you want to subscribe to our patreon account this is gonna be one of those episodes where we tell you about everything no that's not we haven't revamped the patreon well yet. i was gonna say if you have ideas that Do- you would like to see us do. dominic garini has has uh decided that he was going to he's he, got some plans he's got some plans for the to revamp the patreon so he's we're just gonna ideas. we're not gonna plug that just yet but uh okay you should plug once the Patreon gets going. We are going to need all your help uh, based on the topic of this episode, which will be AIW heading to a WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, you want to just? I mean, I know that you're you just wrapped up a big. Uh, I don't know what to do. I guess for lack of better words, with with the con over the weekend, but we'll get into that on a different episode. So. Are you more relaxed? Or now it's like, oh, well, WrestleMania weekend. I'm never relaxed. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I think uh, I think the world is falling down around me at all, pretty much all times. So <laughs> uh, this is just this has just made it worse because uh, my obsessive, compulsive, whatever goes on about wrestling is just going to be focusing on this thing all the way till April, and it's. November, the first week in November, right now. Yeah, you know, I, I was gonna say I once heard you say, but I more than once heard you say, especially after we did WrestleCon for the last couple of WrestleManias. Yeah, I mean, I like doing WrestleCon, but uh, I'll never run a show on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I mean, I felt very strongly about that, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna tell you exactly what what changed about that is. The fact that I almost died last year coming out of WrestleMania, uh-huh. uh, that did something to change my mindset or whatever. It really didn't until Brett Lauderdale contacted me and he said, hey, I have this idea. And he presented it to me. And, uh, you know, I, I did feel very strongly about, you know, never wanting to jump into, you know, jump into all that uh, because it's it's a war zone. Right. But, uh, you know, he presented it to me and he presented the idea to me. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, uh, coming out of that hospital stay or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, kinda that's che- what I would call it. Kinda, well, uh, you know, it, there was a lot going on there, you know what right, I mean? But, yeah. like, uh, it kind of changed my mindset. And, you know, once, once I saw that, I kind of felt like, uh, you know, I'm sick of kind of just sitting on the sidelines wondering what if. Okay. Uh, you know, it was just kind of like, all right, like, you know, you, you need to do this. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of like, I I need to, you know, just get my redemption or whatever you want to call it on, uh, 
the weekend that almost killed me last year. But it's, you know, for whatever reason, I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, let's do it. I'm in. Do you think if it goes well, will you want to do more? Or like you were just saying, you're tired of having this what if and sitting on the sidelines. Or in your mind right now, is this a one-time deal? Right now, it's a one-time deal just to do it and uh, succeed or fail on you know what AIW is at this point uh I don't know you know what I mean like it's it just it, it's a perfect scenario with the location and there's a lot of things to where it's going to be easier to do than say if WrestleMania is in San Jose or wherever the fuck you know Alaska it's just with it <laughs> with the location being you know in the New York New Jersey area it's drivable distance there's a there's a lot of things that you know that that have made it made it more convenient this time around uh i have no plans on doing it ever again no matter if it goes good or bad and that's not saying that i won't do it but i'm just saying i'm looking at this like you know this is the end game this is like a one and done like let's you know let's throw it out there and see how it goes for logistic purposes too Everybody using is everybody using one ring? Is there one ring that's just going to stay there all weekend for all the groups, or do you have to bring? Yeah, so I, it's going to be like the same set for all the shows, okay. as far as far as I know. You know, and if people, you know, could bring different canvases or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean, to dress up the ring. But uh, as far as I know, you know, it's going to be the same kind of setup for all the shows throughout the entire so weekend. I mean, that's less already that you have to. I guess spend when you think about a huge U-Haul. Uh, if you had to drive everything, I wouldn't necessarily over. say that. It's well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's not. It, it's not that. It's more expensive because of where we are and there's rentals. But I mean, in terms of the expense of logistics and driving all of that across to the East Coast. I mean, it would be much cheaper if we just did a show in Cleveland. I'll put it that way. Well, but, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's it's not cheap by any means, but you know through throughout you know i know the ducates this part but you know i've been trying to do a very good job of keeping things in the green and kind of building up a rainy day fund and yeah making sure everything like we're not going to be in a situation to where you know we're i need to fucking go to a payday loan place or something you right. know like uh so i've i've built it up and i thought to myself you know what is my end game here? I'm not paying myself any money. I'm building up this money for safety reasons, but what am I ever going to do with it? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that also contributed to the factor of, okay, I've, I've built up, a, you know, a safe amount of money. What I feel is safe, which in independent wrestling is, uh, it could be, it could re- go very quickly before April. Right. Uh, but uh you know i it's it, it's way better than it's ever been before uh you know throughout you know since since 2005 however fucking i don't even know how many years i've been running at w at this point i'm bad at math this, this is the 13th year but uh so you know it's just uh, there's a lot there's a lot of factors into it to where i was just like you know what like fuck it let's i'm going to let's do it and uh 
I know that I said that I never wanted to do it and I still kind of feel that I never want to do it, but it's just like this weird, it's like when I talked about when I wrestled that Russell Rager, it's like, I didn't want to do that either, but it made me feel kind of like alive again. Like, okay. I've been playing it safe for the most part. Uh, like I said, trying to operate this like a business to where AIW used to just operate like a, whatever the fuck we wanted to do. Yeah. And we figured it out later, but, uh, so I've been playing it so safe and it's just kind of like, you know, after everything that happened after WrestleMania weekend last year and, you know, spending three weeks in the hospital and, uh, you know, when this opportunity was, you know, presented to me, it was just kind of like the right situation, I guess, for me to say yes. Like, I don't know that I would have said yes if, nothing bad happened to me last year and you know i would have been totally happy with just going to wrestlecon again and having fun and not having to deal with that stress of running an event uh in the war zone that is wrestlemania weekend yeah so i'll get into that but you know i had this theory as we're gonna probably dive into the schedule here that you know maybe a part of this was you getting sick when we were at wrestlemania last year and I thought, oh, well, maybe John thinks this will keep him busy and preoccupied and he'll be like more adult-like, I suppose, and responsible. But then we're on Thursday night, which leaves you the whole rest of the weekend. Well, see, I do, <laughs> I do think like that because uh, even though it's on Thursday night, you know, uh, if this thing goes bad... Which it very well could go bad. Uh-huh. I could be going home on Saturday after WrestleCon. You okay. know what I mean? Right. Like, that's I, I could be I could be headed home Saturday. I'm not flying this year. You know, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna drive. Yeah. Uh. So you know, uh, I could very well just be like, all right, I'm fucking, I'm going home. Uh. <laughs> so uh, part of it is to be responsible. Uh. I don't want to be that responsible, but I'm going to certainly. Just even with my life in general, I've like gotten scared of having too much fun. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you okay. know, I mean, who you know if it goes really good? Who fucking knows what I'm gonna, what's going to happen <laughs> too? <laughs> All bets are Nick, off. Nick Sink is already talking about renting limos and stuff. So what? <laughs> we'll see. That's got to go really well to start renting limos. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Well, so that Thursday we're on at midnight. Uh, you've got the Powerbomb TV family <coughs> reunion, GCW running Bloodsport, and interspecies wrestling before us. Uh, I mean, I know this answer, but not everybody else. Thursday at midnight, is that by design for you? That is, uh, that's the time slot that I I wanted. Uh, just, you know, this stuff probably only makes sense in my head, but I'm running all these different scenarios and looking at time slots and there there wasn't even time slots offered initially you know yeah. i just said I, you know i just started like i said i get like obsessive compulsive about all these things and i started you know thinking of like okay well what's going to happen on friday what's going to happen on saturday uh thursday you know who thursday is usually not that busy you know years prior but uh you know I believe the first Janela spring break was on Thursday at midnight. So I started like 
doing that you know i'm running all these different scenarios in my head and i'm trying to figure out the best way to come out of this alive as possible yeah uh and i thought that we would probably have very minimal competition at that time however my fear is you know public people have to rely on public transportation and Mm -hmm. new york city is very spread out and there are going to be shows going on all over on thursday which uh, Usually not so many shows I, I don't recall happening on Thursdays, uh, but I, I figured Thursday at midnight would be the best. I, I didn't want to go during the day. I want to create an atmosphere. Um, I do want people to show up drunk. I do want people to show up rowdy and ready to have fun. Right. Because uh, I want to try to give as close to an authentic AW experience as possible, and I just didn't think that that could really happen at 4 p.m., um, that's fair. So you know, I I requested midnight Unless it's Wrestle Rager, but right, and it, you know, I don't know if we could recreate Wrestle Rager at this in, not in, in, in this City. atmosphere. But <laughs> uh, so you know, the, I, I asked for I asked for Thursday at midnight. I could you know that could that could also blow up in my face because with all the pros I come up with, I come up with just as many cons. Yeah. Um, but. I thought that there was probably less cons on Thursday than all the other days that, you know, were, were on the table. Yeah, I mean, you talked about the war zone that is WrestleMania weekend in terms of shows. You know, the collective, just to give everybody an idea, we've got, uh, I don't know, what is it, 11 or 8, 9 shows here? 10? There you go. Four Thursday, four Friday, two on Saturday. So that's 10 shows just from one grouping. Uh, and then you've got obviously all these other groups that are going to run different stuff, and then you're not even. And there may about be more shows. There may be more shows added, to be honest. From, yeah. from what I hear, so um, you're not you, even getting into the main companies. You're the Impact and the Ring of Honor and New Japan. If they want to do something, or well, they are. I mean, it, Ring of Honor is Saturday Ring of Honor is running, yeah, with New Japan. So that's you know Saturdays. Saturday night is kind of a war zone. So that's probably why more likely than not the collective is going to be, you know, it's going to go dark at, you know, that time because, you know, Saturday is just, uh, Saturday night is when you have your NXT and then you have your Ring of Honor show, which they've already sold out the garden with the New Japan guys. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, the thing that I like about the collective, I I guess, uh, to also kind of back up is when it was presented to me, you know, it was presented to me as WrestleMania weekend you know, it, it was presented to me as this independent gathering, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, like, to me, I look at it as, is, you know, WrestleMania weekend was kind of uh, what made it the WrestleMania weekend was actual independent wrestling at the time. And yeah. now that a lot of that is gone, uh, for better or for worse, you know what I mean? A lot of these companies have uh, their associations with WWE or sure. an association with this company or that company, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, just like corporate involvement now in yeah. independent wrestling all over, you know, you see some of these NXT guys, they're showing up at the other promotions and they're having matches. There. And you know, that's, that's all through a WWE relationship and it's right. all through kind of like this. And I get it. WrestleMania is WWE's event. I get that they, want to take control of every dollar that they could possibly control. But to me, it's just like, it's getting so kind of just 
not it's not independent wrestling anymore that's surrounding it and that's uh, you know that's what the good of it was was independent companies you know even before ring of honor was as big as it is now you know like they would draw their biggest crowds at wrestlemania weekend and yeah um you know it was it was there to kind of raise awareness and help these smaller companies but you know now ring of honor is owned by a billion dollar corporation and you know uh, wwe has for sure involvement with evolve and everything that you know they have going on for that weekend and there's probably going to be way more things that are happening in the next few months and i love independent wrestling and what makes the collective great is it is legitimately all these independent wrestling companies that are kind of bounding together mm-hmm. uh and saying like hey like independent wrestling still exists without any outside interference from the wwe or you know ring of honor or any of these companies trying to tell you tell us what we can and can't do it's it's still very much so 100 percent independent as far as the companies that the collective go and you know don't get me wrong there was a time where i would i dreamed of a wwe relationship but that was also at a time when uh you know <laughs> biggins and i were sitting here with no money yeah <laughs> uh and uh now that things have gotten a little bit better you know it's it it, it kind of and i see the i see how those relationships are kind of starting to play out uh i don't know that i ne- I'd necessarily would like somebody telling me what i had to do mm-hmm. uh that's the whole point why i'm an independent wrestling promoter is because i don't want to be told what to do i didn't want to go and work for somebody else i wanted to do what i do and present my whatever vision i have of wrestling is present that uh and i think that's what's going to make the collective so unique because it is you know uh, 10 companies that have very unique ideas and styles and presentations of wrestling. And I don't think that you're going to get that variety at any of the other kind of different locations set up that are surrounding WrestleMania weekend. You're going to see a lot of the same guys on a lot of those shows. And I think at the collective, you're going to get a much more diverse presentation of authentic independent professional wrestling yeah i think you probably have a couple crossovers here or there but i mean to your point everybody's kind of you're different everybody does their own little thing you know does it does it take you back a little bit that you're running one night and then the next day you got chikara uh you That's know it's happening at the collective <laughs> I, I love that chikara is happening at the collective i mean chikara did so much to help aiw out right. early uh I was I was kind of shocked to once I you know once I saw them on the on the list, uh, but you know I think that they're a great fit because you know you have you're gonna have blood sport happening on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then you know Friday you're gonna have Chikara. You know what I mean? It's two completely different things. Yeah, and you know you're gonna have interspecies and in AIW in the middle of all that. Right, and uh, those are gonna be two completely different things. Uh, and you know you're gonna have Black Label Pro. You know they're gonna they're gonna offer. You know the promoter of Black Label Pro is he has all kinds of crazy shit that he's cooking up. Right. Uh, so it's it's gonna be a very unique experience. And uh, I'm you know if like I said like if it wasn't the right situation I would probably would have been like no I don't want to do this. But like there was so much that sounds 
write about it uh, that is just so motivating because I don't know, like I just love actual independent wrestling and I feel like it's, it's kind of dying right now. Uh, and uh, I think the collective is going to, and don't misconstrue that statement because, you know, everyone says independent wrestling is thriving right now. It is, but there's a lot of outside interests that are starting to get involved with companies and trying to to uh, take more control over these companies and uh especially the talent i think you know who knows what talent is going to be even available but come april yeah uh, there's a lot of things that are that are going on in in the world of wrestling but uh i i love that the collective is just going to be a group of 10 independent wrestling promoters present their different visions at one location where the most wrestling fans are going to be in the world. Yeah, and that's uh, at White Eagle Hall there in Jersey City, Jersey, uh, starting April 4th when we're there. And, yeah, uh, Thursday. Rolling Friday the 5th and uh, a couple shows there during the day, Saturday the 6th. Uh, there's a tweet from you that you put out the other day, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you said, I haven't booked anything for my Mania weekend show because most of my ideas could easily be dead by the time April rolls around. Buy some tickets, though. <laughs> I, I haven't booked that. I haven't really booked anything for it, honestly. You know, a lot of these guys, like, I've already seen shows that have complete lineups already for the collective, and they're awesome. But, yeah, but that seems crazy. I'm just too, I'm too worried. I mean, just based on my experience of trying to book a show two months out and seeing how many things have to change. Well, think about what we did for uh, for Akron for the Rubber City Con. We, you know, we had Kevin Nash booked many months out. Yeah, and that's and the thing. It's like so that. so many things can change, and there's so many rumors of people getting signed, and uh, you know, not only from WWE but Ring of Honor signing people, MLW signing people, Impact signing people. Uh, you know, then you hear these rumors of this Jim Ross, Chris Jericho company, uh, you know, so, so much stuff could change between now and April. It's hard for me to sit here and be like, yes, this is my show. I'm locked into it. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I want to like, I, I want to involve some fucking weird wrestlers. Uh, maybe, maybe not, you know, it, who knows? how this thing is going to take shape because so many things are going to happen over the next few months. But yeah, I would love to book some guy that could, you know, a lot of the guys on my, like, yeah, I want to consider these guys for WrestleMania weekend. They're definitely like old enough or live the lifestyle to where they could wind up dead by April. <laughs> it's not just injuries. Sometimes it's, it's death. Yeah. I mean, it could be old age, you know, like there's <laughs> some of these guys are up there that I'm thinking about. <laughs> are you, do you want to, uh, do you want to leave any teases about who you're thinking about or no? Do you want to, I don't, you want to play I, it close? I'm playing it close to the vest right okay. now. Okay, all right. You know, it's like I said, it's a war zone out there, you know? like Yeah. Fair. I, I mean, there's so many shows being announced. and uh, Another thing that I like about The Collective was, um, you know, this this was something that was discussed. You know, all the promoters kind of have like a, a group chat amongst, you know, the whole collective group. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, everybody agreed. It wasn't like, a, hey, we're doing this ticket. Uh, if you want to be involved, you have to do it. Uh, like, everybody agreed as a group to take less money to offer these group packages uh, for the weekend. 
Uh, so, you know, there's VIP, there's VIP package. There's very, you know, very little of those for front row. Um, and then general admission packages in which all the promoters agreed to take less money just for the greater good of what the collective is trying to be, uh, which, you know, I think is great when you can get, you know, 10 promoters to agree on something like, like, especially involving money. Well, and the whole idea is a cool concept because at the end of the day here, it's the fans that this is about and, and, and who is doing this for. So if you can make it a little bit more affordable for people to go to all of these shows or at least a good portion of them, right. And do it. You know, that's a, you know, that's the thing is, you know, that's just kind of the independent spirit of the, of the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you're not, you're not going to WrestleMania weekend without those people you know what i mean like they're the ones who got you there they're the ones right. who helped make aiw and the same with all these other promotions so why the heck wouldn't you guys want you want to put the most amount of people in the venue as possible right and you know, you know i'll talk about our ticket prices because our ticket yeah. prices are obviously more expensive than a regular aiw show but you know as we talked about the expenses going into this are going to be much much greater than an actual aiw show but yeah I think that we still kept them cheap enough and, you know, for what we're going to try to do, I'm probably going to try to plan it to where I spend almost every dollar of a potential ticket that could come in. Yeah. Uh, you know, than like getting any sort of profit or holdover. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like, uh, that's another thing. It's like, let's see how the tickets are going before I start booking, you know, I could book some, a guy that wants a ton of money that I just think is a funny joke. And then like, yeah. we don't sell any tickets. <laughs> so like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a wait and see, but I tried to keep it like fairly priced. Um, for the most part, you know, the, the tickets range from 65, uh, to 25 and there's, you know, we never had to do, we never do tiered ticketing or anything like that. So like, that was like a whole different world for me. We had to, <laughs> I had to, you know, get an Eventbrite account and, yeah. you know, do this, uh, you know, map it out based on, you know, rows and things right. like it's that. Be, I mean, a completely different setup than what we're, what we've ever been And to. what some people need to realize is like this venue is going, is much smaller than some of the other ve- like venue locations. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like going to be first come first serve for a lot of these shows uh, because, you know, some of these, some of these places, you know, they're they're running venues that'll fit, you know, two thousand people. But I, I think, you know, max we're going we're going in seven or eight hundred. Okay. Uh, with a lot of that being standing room only in the GA, like the GA general mission disclaimer is all standing room only at, at the collective. Uh, you know, then so if you want to sit, you know, those those chairs are going to be, you know, a little bit upper priced because that's the only way that we could fit more people in is to do standing room only well and you have to realize that everything in jersey is a bit more expensive than cleveland well right and you know know, initially this was going to happen in new york city but uh you know after going over the logistics of being in new york city and the athletic commission fees and right everything else it was going to raise it was going to just raise the ticket prices and everything so much so much more because 
of all the different regulations. Uh, so we're just over the, I don't whatever body of water that is. I don't know. I don't know if it's a river or a, the ocean or whatever it is. In Jersey? Oh, where we are, where Whitehall is? Yeah, it's like right over New York City. It's uh, New York City and whatever splits New York City and New Jersey. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, is that the Hudson River? Is that the yeah. Atlantic Ocean? Yeah, that's the Hudson. Is it a bay? I don't know. Uh, I believe it's the Hudson River. What? Somebody get to me with that. But yeah. whatever body of water that is, we are right over the body of water from it's New not, York. It's not the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> There's an ocean over there, isn't there? Yeah, it's on the east side of both of them. Oh, well, whatever. The, the ocean runs alongside both of them. If it comes in... And it's going to be a bay or harbor or something. But uh, yeah, I think it's a river that goes over. Hell if I know. Yeah, There's I a bunch know. of bridges that connect the two. But we're right, we're right over. There's uh, there's public transportation that can, you know, get you from New York City. You know, there's subway trains and I think there's a boat that takes people over. I don't know. Maybe I'll stay at the, uh, the Kingston family house in Yonkers. I don't know how far Yonkers are. I, I got an Airbnb. I'm staying in Elizabeth, New Jersey. I don't even know where the fuck that is, but <laughs> it's close enough. Uh, here's a question I feel like people are going to want to know as we get closer, and it may change as we get closer. Uh, John Thorne is notorious for his commentary during independent wrestling shows at Mania Weekend. Will you be on commentary for your own show? I'll probably not, no. No? No, I'm going to be sober as a judge. <laughs> Will be will we be rocking the earpieces? Oh, the earpieces are going to be going. They're going to be in play. That's the whole reason why we got them. I got to get this show running tight, even though we're running at midnight. Got to be done by noon on Saturday or Friday for Chikara. Yeah, are we planning an, uh, an a ten or eleven hour show there? Uh, you never know, man. <laughs> With all these fucking ideas I got written down on my dry erase board upstairs. How big is this dry erase board? It takes up a whole wall, brother. Oh, that's a big dry erase board right there. Is you live in this, you live this lavish lifestyle in this mansion of yours. Got it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. You got? Did you get that yourself? Yeah, I know how to use Amazon Prime. The dry erase board, you you purchase for yourself at least one thing in this place. Well, it's you know for the company. Oh, okay, got it. Put it on the company card. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, anything else you want to cover here about the collective? Obviously, this is going to be an ongoing topic of conversation, and we'll revisit it as we get closer and, and things change to it. But this is at least the background of how we even got involved. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be definitely an ongoing thing, and it's going to be an ongoing promotional thing, you know, because uh, we do need to sell those tickets. You know, we can't wait till the week of to try to sell this thing up. You know, right. like we got to... And I'm not expecting a sellout, but, you know, I would like to sell a decent amount of tickets. I'm not going to get ahead of myself and say, like, AIW is going to sell the place out because we've never sold that many tickets ever in our existence. So I don't think that it's going to start this time. But uh, your support is definitely, definitely needed because, uh, you know, we're going to need a good amount of people in there for this thing to to work out for for us. You know what I mean? Because this is a this is gigantic risk. You know, even though I've built up uh, a rainy day fund or whatever you want to call it, I mean, independent wrestling could <laughs> an independent wrestling rainy day fund and like a real adult human being savings are two totally different things. Yeah, and uh, you know, this could go very bad very quickly. Uh, but that's why you know, I was trying to be kind of proactive and get the tickets on sale and get the word out and. You know, we only have about six front row tickets left somehow already, which is well, yeah, that's a good a, a good sign. But you know, that's 
a long way to go to, you know, seven or 800 tickets. And I guess that becomes a question too. You know, how do you overcome the fact that we're very Cleveland based Ohio centric company and now we're, you know, like some of these independents, they do have shows all over the place, but we we run basically in the same town every single time. For us, going outside of our area is going to Akron, but this is going to be, I mean, states away. This you is know? you the know whole it, fan base obviously not going to. It's a big it's a big step. You know, we do have a fan base through, you know. Uh, DVD and yeah. VOD and MP4 and you know YouTube and social media and like we do have a fan base that reaches very far. You know we did we have sold we did sell tickets already for the Mania Weekend show in the United Kingdom, uh, which is wow. pr- pretty rad. So you know we do we do have a reach. Uh, obviously, it's not as strong as you know some of these other companies, or you know it's not as, as strong as you know if. Uh, you know, you're throwing the young bucks out there and, you know, they're going to sell every ticket in the building. You know, it's yeah. we don't have that benefit to be able to do that. But, um, you know, it's really going to just boil down to just like trying to promote it and, you know, like using this podcast and using social media and, you know, doing everything we can to get the word out and try to make people understand that uh, the collective, you know, th- this could be an ongoing thing, you know, if it's successful for, you know, all the parties involved. And don't just support the AW shows, you know, support all all the shows. Yeah. Um, You know, everyone's going to give their best. Everyone's planning on putting their best foot forward uh, as as much as they can, you know, based on whatever financial restraints or, you know, that's the thing is this is a business. You know, we can't just be like, hey, we're going to book all these people. And then, you know, you have to be able to pay for that and afford it. So, um, you know, it's... it's a thing that could go very good or very bad for all the promotions involved, uh, especially, you know, especially AW because, you know, I, like I said, you know, I've kind of become obsessive compulsive about this thing already. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at the ticket sales every day and I'm, you know, looking at how much we have to pay before we even have to run the show is like, you know, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So it's one of those things to where it's, it's getting it's just going to be continuously getting the word out and trying to encourage people to support this show and buy tickets there's going to be a lot of competition that weekend and i understand everybody's not rich and everybody cannot go to every single show uh that's happening that weekend but uh i would definitely appreciate it if you come to mind thursday at midnight on april 4th <laughs> shout out to the uh, goldstein brothers who already bought their tickets shout yeah dude those guys are crazy very excited to have us coming to uh, jersey <laughs> yeah they came for gauntlet last year and those guys are uh, their guys are very excited that we were coming to their neck of the woods yeah we're excited to see them all right hold that thought right there i gotta i gotta take a drink here uh grab Grab a refill on my Muscle Vodka. One of our new sponsors, check out Muscle Vodka. Ask for them whatever bar you go to. You go in a liquor store and you like to pick some stuff up. Grab it. It is gluten-free, no GMOs. It's made with organic properties. There's no sugar. There's no carbs. So I would imagine a lot of you like to work out and sometimes you don't want to add extra alcohol or calories in there. Hey, this could be the thing for you. It tastes good. It's fantastic. Uh, hell, you're not even going to notice if it's in some of the mixers that you throw it in there with. But that's what we're drinking now. So next time you're out at a bar, if they don't have it, tell them to get it. Muscle Vodka. And uh, I'll refill this and I'm going to wrap it up with this because you brought up a good point in that, you know, you're kind of telling the AIW fans to go support the other shows too. But is part of the excitement 
that while we can't bring our entire fan base there, you are potentially going to grab hold of a, another huge, large fan base? Because i got to imagine there's a lot of people who are looking at this and like, oh, yeah, I'll go check this out. I think that's, I've heard a couple things about it. I AIW. think that's kind of the, also the point, too, is like, let's get all these promotions together and let's see if we can kind of cross-pollinate fan bases and we'll get some of yours and you'll get some of ours and this fan won't like what you do, but they're going to like what this promotion does and maybe your fans don't like AIW but like what Nova Pro does or IWS does. I I think that's also the great benefit of this is it has potential to cross all these different resources and bring them to one destination and uh, hopefully not only be successful for all the promotions involved just for the weekend, but get some ongoing support for all of the companies. And that's what independent wrestling is all about is kind of uh, just this grassroots kind of movement. And that's, that's why, that's why I feel it's kind of like just something doesn't feel right about how things are going in independent wrestling. As far as I'm concerned, looking at it uh, and just seeing WWE like pushing their their influences on things and and who knows don't get me wrong they could be like hey here's all this money do what we say and you know it could be a lot of money it could be hard to say no to right but I'm just saying from when from what I'm doing in my current situation uh you know I'm looking at that and that is not independent wrestling to me and uh, I don't want independent wrestling to die so it's uh this just feel the collective this whole thing just feels right to do and uh, i think it could be very beneficial for not only promotions but fans fans can discover so many new things and so many new talents um there's a lot of guys that you've seen already a zillion times that are going to be wrestling on a lot of these other shows but there's going to be guys that are on these shows of the collective that you're not too familiar with so it's it's going to be a a good opportunity in something fresh for the fans I think it's a I mean, great point to kind of end things on. Uh, so if you want the tickets, if you haven't gotten them yet, uh, you can follow us on social media. The link's you, all there. You could just AI go to wrestling. Yeah, you could just go to shop.aiwrestling.com. They're available they're available in our store now. Perfect. It's through it, it's through Eventbrite, but you know, that's way too long to but the link is on our website now. Yeah, it's like it's I don't know what what you call it, HTML in there. Okay. It's uh, the web, Jesse the Mark, the webmaster. He, it's all you know, linked up in there. He made it. He made it just look like our regular ticket store looks. Awesome. But it takes you right to Eventbrite. So, uh, like I said, there's there's about six front row tickets left. Uh, ringside, there's about seven uh, stage front rows left, and then it becomes like there's like this mishmash of like amounts of seats and every row like third row is really hot right now i don't know why third okay. ro- third third row is hot well get those third row seats and more uh get it all at shop.aiwrestling.com and uh again follow us on social media at ai wrestling uh absolute intense wrestling on facebook keep up to date on things that happen uh not just for the collective but all of our shows leading up to that AIW The Slumber Party Massacre takes place on April 4th at 11.59 p.m. Do you want to tell anybody about the name before we sign off? <laughs> there were so many different names that we tried to come up with. <laughs> but uh, it was originally going to be Swaggle's Slumber Party. But it after, could be Swaggle's Slumber Party Massacre, I guess. But uh, after the Joey Ryan penis party, I kind of thought, well, I hope like every show is not named like presented by a wrestler so yeah then we went through like all sorts of different ideas 
Uh, Devils in Jersey City was really close. Right. That was a close one. And then uh, I went with uh, AIW's Slumber Party Massacre just based on the fact that Hornswoggle said he absolutely hates that name. Hates it. Hates it. Doesn't understand (laughs) it. He doesn't. He doesn't need to understand it. But the slumber party massacre was on there not only because, uh, you know, it's late at night and like give like the slumber party like yeah. joke or whatever. But the killer in slumber party massacre's last name is Thorn. So Ooh, there little, you go. Little tie-in for you. There you go. Easter egg right there. Uh, well, for John Thorn and because that means I'm gonna kill all the competition at the collective. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For for John Thorne uh, and nobody else on this episode, uh, my name's Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you next week here on The Card is Going to Change. Buy tickets, please.